Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry, with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. What these young bloods have to understand, that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. Just attack the basket. What's good, my people? Welcome into Buckets, Action Network's daily NBA betting podcast. We're in the workshop. If it's Thursday, then you know who's with me. My guy, JD, Joe Delera, and G-Dog, Jill Gallant in the building. We got a couple plays for you in a pretty chaotic, action-packed end of the NBA season. A lot of moving parts going on, but we we ciphered through. Does, does that make sense, JD? Yeah. Ciphered? Yeah, you can use that word. There. I can I can use that. You know, I gotta tap in with the lawyer and see if I can use that word. We 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 went through the slate. We found a couple plays. You know the routine. We're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna tap in with the guys. They're gonna give them out. We'll give you a cap, and then we'll get out of here. Let's start with you, JD. What are you looking at for the Thursday NBA slate? I'm looking at the Oklahoma City Thunder minus five. I'd take that up to minus eight. And I'm waiting for this prop to drop, but I don't care what they give me Shea's line at. I'm taking that over on the points. Jill, what are you looking at? Yeah, I'm going to be looking at the Magic to uh, actually take down the Cavaliers and uh, at least cover the spread at plus four. I would play that. Um, I have a feeling that line is going to move. We could talk about that in a little bit more. But also, I'm going to be looking at the Suns to keep rolling, and they're going to cover the four and a half versus the Denver Nuggets. I'm looking at the Thunder minus five. I would take it up to minus six and a half. We'll see where it shakes, but I like them to bounce back and get a big W here as they try to hold on to that play-in spot. All right, coming back to you, J.D., talk to me about – let's talk about the the Suns first here. All right, so I guess, I guess I'll guess i defer a little bit to Jill, but I do like the Suns in this matchup. I know that Jill's – like we talked a little bit off-air about some of the playoff implications for the spot, but – I do like Phoenix. I do think this game is still important for them. Denver kind of locked into that one seed. And I think that, you know, Phoenix is looking to really solidify those lineups, get that chemistry going, get that rapport. Minus four and a half does feel a bit short. 
Yeah, I think what we're seeing, Joe, is right now just a little preview of whether or not the Nuggets are going to let Jokic uh, play, maybe even Jamal Murray, mainly because they only need one more win to clinch the one seed. And this might not be the easiest matchup for them to do that. You know, they've got the Jazz and the Kings as their final two games. And they're pl- they're going to be facing a Suns team that is just rolling right now. They've won six straight. They're 7-0 straight up and against the spread with Kevin Durant in the lineup. They've won each they have an average win margin right now with him in the lineup around nine and a half points per game. And I think one of the, we talked about the thunder um, earlier, but that win that they had against the thunder on Sunday was super impressive. Like OKC had all of their starters play 35 minutes or more sun still just destroyed them in the second quarter one by 10 on the road. KD at 14 fourth quarter points. Like again, why they traded for him is how he has looked so far. He's one of those guys that he can miss 10 games with an ankle injury, come back on the 11th game and look exactly like he did before he got hurt. It's crazy so far. And one of the things too, let's just say Jokic does play and this line stays around four and a half, maybe even down to four because people are going to be trying to back the nuggets in this spot. Mm -hmm. I still think the Suns are a solid bet at that line at four, four and a half, because even like the most competitive game that we watched them play was on Christmas day where everybody was playing. But even then Devin Booker got hurt four minutes into the game and the Suns barely lost by three in overtime. So I feel like with this game, especially where the Suns are in the seeding, wanting to lock in that four seed uh, to ensure that they at least have home court for the first round. I think this is the game that they're going to want to come out and really try to put their stamp on it because they've got the Lakers and the Clippers in their final two games. I don't think they want to mess around. They want to get Chris Paul some rest. So I would play this up to Suns minus six, but I think Suns are going to roll over the Nuggets tomorrow night. So one of the props that's been just an absolute wagon with this spot, with the Suns team, with Kevin Durant and the Suns has been Devin Booker's first quarter assists. We're still seeing it with a decent amount of juice, like minus 130, minus 140. But he's hit this in six of seven games. And the big thing is that he plays the entire first quarter. His rotation is the full 12 minutes of the first quarter. Durant plays about seven or so. So this is an opportunity to get them rolling. And between the two of them with their gravity, it really opens up a lot of assist opportunities because you, if you double them, somebody's open. And a lot of times it's the other guy. So you know that the Suns have a lot of bucket getters. I think that that's a spot that you have to continue playing. And it's also a good same game parlay piece, just that even at that juice Uh, You can kind of pair it with either like Durant, five plus first quarter points, something like that. It's been very, very successful lately. Yeah, I mean, you know where I'm at on the Suns. I think uh, with with all the things going on and the aura around the Nuggets, I don't like at the moment. Um, This whole MVP thing has kind of flipped. I kind of feel like it's weighing Jokic and the Nuggets down a little bit. And I feel like they're the the aura and just just uh they're not as relaxed as, like, say, the Bucks. Put it like that in the number one. They the Bucks seem yeah. like they're just all focused on playing ball. A lot of noise and and different things going on with the Nuggets. Um, so yeah, I, I agree with you guys. I would look at Phoenix in that spot. I'm on the Thunder with JD. So JD, talk about the Thunder, and then I'll give my play, and then we'll let Jill talk through his uh his magic play. Yeah, I mean, look the. The matchup's pretty simple for me. The Jazz at this point are really just focused on the lottery. And, you know, you have the Oklahoma City Thunder here who are – the players are still pretty hungry. I think, like, they want to get into this playoff spot. They want to be in this play, and they want to improve as they can go uh, and make sure to clinch that spot. And Shea has been incredible versus the Jazz uh, over his last couple matchups. Both games this season – 
got 38 and 39 points in the matchup previously was in March of 2022. So similar type of end of season scenario, 33 points against the Utah Jazz. So I think that Shea is really going to put on a show. Um, I would take his points prop, you know, if it's like 31 and a half, I, I still think you got to take that in this spot, especially because this is a motivation spot for Shea. Uh, you know, not that we, there's not as much talk about most improved, but there's been a little bit of talk in the way the betting market's saying is that Laurie is the most improved player. Right. But I don't, I don't really know about that. I'm not convinced that that's a, like a done deal on the market, especially with voting still to come and Shea being the number two contender. So he's going to go out there, he's going to ball and be doing it while Laurie Markman sitting on the bench. So I, I really think that this is a spot where Oklahoma City is going to want to push forward. You're going to see them making it into the play-in realistically uh, with the win, and Shea's going to be a big part of that. So I think that the spread, it you know, it's like minus five. I think this is going to balloon with people sitting out between Laurie, Sexton. We'll see who else is going to be sitting out this game, but – Utah is not a great, is really not a good basketball team. And I think we're going to be seeing way too many minutes with Talon Horton Tucker handling the basketball. And that's just <laughs> not really, it's just not a recipe for success as we, we all kind of know at this point. Yeah, I agree with JD. I'm going Thunder minus five. We'll play it up to minus six and a half. This is flat out a spot where I'm going with the team who still has a lot to play for, trying to battle for that 10th spot. I also like Dallas to win tonight as we record this on Wednesday night as well. I think the Mavs bounce back, get a W. It looks like Luka and Kyrie are going to play. And I think the Thunder will need to keep pace. I believe that they're going to – they have they have something to play for. The Jazz do not. Also, I'm going to go with the team and then the best player on the court. As J.D. was just saying, SGA is the best player on the court by quite a wide margin, and he has been going ballistic. He had 32-7-5 and five on 11 of 17 against the Warriors. They put up 79 points in the first half on the Warriors in San Francisco. They played extremely well and kind of just crumbled down the stretch there. They, they've lost three straight games. This is a really, really beautiful bounce-back spot. Also, one of the things you didn't mention, J.D., on, uh, I agree with you on the most improved. He, he potentially may want that award, but I know he's going to be trying to battle for that to, to solidify that all-NBA spot as well on one of those three teams. So I, I think SGA is also going to have a big game. Utah, one and seven in their last eight games. They're going to be missing Laurie Markinen, Walker Kessler, Jordan Clarkson still dealing with that finger, and now the young bull Colin Sexton is going to be out as well. Uh, essentially some load management or when Banyama management as G dog said <laughs> before we hopped Dude, on. Yeah. But yeah, I like this spot for the Oklahoma city thunder losing three straight SGA trying to close the season strong for his squad for himself. A lot of different motivational pieces here for the thunder. I'll lay the five would play it up to minus six and a half. Jill, any thoughts on the thunder? I just don't know how the Jazz are going to be able to keep this within 10 if they don't have at least Markinen or Kessler out there. If you just even look at the two matchups that they played against each other right after the All-Star break, so it's pretty recent memory, pretty recent rotations. Um, the Jazz barely won in overtime. You know, Walker Kessler had like 20 boards and seven blocks. The next time they play, same thing. He has like, like again, five blocks. Like he had 12 blocks on them in, over the last two games. And then when they played without them in the last game against the Lakers, the Jazz played, they didn't have 
any blocks in that game. And the Lakers shot over 50% inside the paint. So that was one of those things that immediately you see where OKC just has this huge edge that I'll be shocked that this is like around six and a half by tip off. So I would try to get this as soon as you see it open at your sports book. Yeah. I mean, I don't even think a Kelly Olynyk masterclass can save the jazz, you know, like it's just not going to happen. Hey man, Kelly Olynyk has that in him. I mean, yep. hey, triple Kelly has done that before. Him, but... <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Olynyk has done that before. Pro teams have millions to spend and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. All right, Jill, close out the picks uh, with the Magic Plus 4 here. Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty simple. And we were going to talk about this, just about how the Cavaliers have now locked in their four seed, going to be playing the Knicks in the opening round. So with only two games remaining, the Magic being one of them, I don't see really why they would have any motivation and why they should even be close to being favorites because I just don't think that Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland are going to play. Like they both played over 40 minutes in the playoff clincher versus the Magic and they needed Donovan Mitchell to be superstar, get his fourth game in a row with 40 points and they still only won by four. So I think they both end up kind of sitting out in this game and, you know, the looking at the remaining two games for the Cavaliers being like the magic and the Hornets, like they're just going to coast to those games. And if they even play Donovan or Darius at all, it'd be probably 20 to 25 minutes at most. So I think we're going to see a lot of like Karis LeVert. We're going to see a lot of Seti Osman, a lot of Lamar Stevens. And those guys just aren't close to what the Magic are able to put on the floor right now from a motivational standpoint and also just from a talent standpoint. One of the things that I, I found really interesting as well is that you think of the, the Cavs and one of their strengths being with Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. The Magic out-rebounded them pretty much the entire game. They actually, the margin was 47 to 30 uh, just uh, last night. So this being the Magic's last home game of the year, you know, they play much better at home than on the road. They're four and one straight up in their last five home games. Like I know even Matt Moore, our own Matt Moore here at Action Network, very ambitiously has already said the Magic are making the playoffs next year based on what he has seen how they played this last month. I think they end the high note. I think they end the season on a high note for season ticket holders. Uh, honestly, I think what you need to do is if you can grab the magic right now, um, grab them. But if it drops below plus three, just take the magic money line in that spot. I like it. I've liked the magic all year. They've been fun to watch. I love that roster construction as a whole as well. I, I mean, I don't see why they couldn't make the playoffs uh, next year. We know, Outside of that, you know, the solidified big boys in the East, there there will be some movement. So stay tuned there. This is actually a perfect segue. We just talked about the, I guess, Jill mentioned the 
the Cavs. So let's talk about this first round series. We finally got a price to take a look at. Four or five in the East. Cavs versus the Knicks. Cavs right now minus 185 to win the series. Knicks plus 150. Series over five and a half games. Yes, minus 160 to go under five and a half games is plus 130. JD, I'm going to come to you. What do you think about the first look uh, in the East right now? Four or five. Knicks, Cavs. It's it's, it's Knicks by a million. Knicks four to <laughs> like, like, no, but like, I mean, the thing is, I think that the, right now this line is priced. I think it's mispriced with the thought that Randall is healthy, right? Um, he's going to have had two weeks, like two and a half weeks to recover from that sprained ankle. It's honestly like very unclear how bad this has been. Just the fact that they're just, the Knicks pretty much knew they were going to make the playoffs. Like, let's just rest him up. We need him for the playoffs. We got Brunson, you know, like he's, he's obviously going to take carry us into the playoffs. Like we'll be fine. Um, but I think that if you look at that price right now, it's wrong. Um, and I think this is a little bit closer of a series than, you know, so even some of the advanced metrics would kind of show one of the big problems with Nick's coach teams generally has been, or Tibbs coach coach teams rather has just been the fact that he runs his starter so many minutes that, you know, there's no extra gear in the playoffs, right? But right now, I think that that's something that is a little bit different with this roster. We have increased minutes from Quentin Grimes, Manuel Quickly, and Josh Hart since he was acquired, right? So, and we've actually seen Tibbs, like, start to cut into RJ's minutes, thank God, you know? And we're seeing much more minutes from that, like, those other three with, alongside of Hartenstein's been playing very, very well, I think that they're a balanced team and they're a team that can really kind of bother Cleveland who, you know, obviously they have Mitchell and they have Garland, but the Knicks have a lot of defensive wings to throw at them. And I think that's really the difference here. The Knicks aren't like necessarily going to need to go and attack Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, like nonstop all game. And we've seen that Mobley and Allen, they sometimes struggle to defend the three-point line, which is where Randall likes to, you know, stroll out to every so often. So I think this is going to be a tough matchup. And I, I would definitely be taking the series over in terms of games. It'll probably be a five and a half. And that's definitely a spot that I'm going to target. Yeah, that's what it's at right now. Minus 160. You could maybe pinpoint Knicks in six or seven and get a, yeah. a, a pretty good number out there jill any thoughts and my gut tells me that julius Randle's gonna be ready to go for game one that's just my gut i don't have any inside information on that but something tells me julius is going to be ready what do you think jill i think the series as simple as it sounds is really going to come down to three-point defense i think joe kind of alluded to that one of the things about the knicks is as strong as they've been defensively and cohesive as a unit as they can be they do allow a little bit more three-point attempts than I like from a strong defense, especially a Tibbs defense. And even though the, the Cavs are actually one of the teams that take one of the fewer amount of threes in, in the league, they actually shoot at a higher percentage, mainly because of Donovan Mitchell and just the volume that he takes and encompassing all of that. So I think with this, the way that I would end up playing this series not saying that you couldn't get a good price on them from a series price, but I think what you'd want to do, or at least what I, how I would think that we would want to play it, is, is you either do one of two things. You either take the Knicks money line each time in both games in Cleveland, or you wait, you see if the Knicks lose game one, then grab that series price, that inflated series price. They're going to bounce back in game two. Then you get two games at MSG, and then it's a nice little spot here where either yeah. you're back 2-2 two, two, or 
the Knicks are up 3-1 in the series. But I think that's what the thing is that I think both games in New York, the Knicks are going to be favored, even if it's just by one, you know, to, to, to open. And then we'll see where the market goes. But I think both games in Cleveland, the Knicks are going to be underdogs. And I think they could split in Cleveland. So I think the best bet to do is just to take money line on either one of those games and hope that you get at least one. Because I think yeah. you're getting at least one. You might fair. get two. Yeah. Fair. The NBA playoffs are here. I'm fired up. I cannot wait. To recap, Gilles Gallant's on Magic, plus four. Suns, minus four and a half. Joe Delaire's also on Suns, minus four and a half. And Thunder, minus five as it currently sits. JD, you said you take it up to minus seven? Yeah, I'll take seven, seven and a half. And I'm also on the Thunder, minus five. Minus six and a half is where I'd take it to. But I still think the Thunder get it done. I think that's a really good spot for those guys. For Gilles Gallant, for JD, I am Sean Little. We'll see you next time on Buckets. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.